Are you ready to bounce back better? Hey guys, Sarah K. Ramsey here to help you find love and success after a toxic relationship so you can design a life you're actually excited about living. How many of you have experienced toxic female friends? Hello, wonderful. Sarah K. Ramsey here to help you find love and success after a toxic relationship so you can bounce back better. And most people come to me because they would sign up to work with me because of a toxic partner or parent. And I had this friend, okay? <laughs> so ready to talk about those toxic female friends, okay? So toxic people flip back and forth, typically between victim and hero. The victim, oh, I need you to do this for me. I need you to take care of me. How, you know, don't leave me out. Like that, you know, that would be a victim female friend, okay? Always needing you to take care of their kids, always needing you to do the work of the relationship. You can have also have toxic female friends who play the hero. Typically, they love to be needed, and so they may like, oh, I love you so much, but then they end up bossing you around. I was actually on a client call today and she was talking about her friend like telling her what she had to eat and never leaving her alone. And this woman, what's so complicated about it and tricky about it is this woman also did her tons of favors, right? She was like super supportive during her divorce. She was super helpful. But then it's like, whoa, something feels off. Something feels wrong. It feels like she doesn't think I'm capable of making my own decisions. We have friends for different reasons in our lives, right? You have one friend who you may like to talk about working out with, another friend you may like to talk about work with, another friend you may like to talk about raising kids with, okay? So it's okay for friends to have different roles in our life. And sometimes we have those friends who they like to be needed, and so they end up really almost controlling us, like totally boundary pushing and doing things we're not comfortable with, and we're just like, well, but she's my friend, she's really helpful. And those type of friends power over us. And we start to feel like we have to listen to them, or they're right and their voice is more important than our voice. Sometimes those friends can guise ugliness in the form of, well, at least someone's telling you the truth. Gosh, Sarah, you just need somebody to tell you the truth. Okay, and they can say things in a really ugly way that they would never say to like a stranger probably. But it's like, oh, we're friends. You should just get over it. Or I don't have to watch my words around you because I've been friends forever. Like super not okay. And if you've been in a toxic, if you've had a toxic partner or parent, being talked in that way, talked down to can feel normal. And if your friend is doing that, being in a relationship with you does not give them access, all access pass to talk to you however they want. Being in a relationship with you does not give them an all-access pass to talk to you however they want. It also does not give them an all-access pass for you to do errands for them or favors for them or have to listen to them, right? A friendship is two separate circles. This is my circle. This is your circle. That gets super complicated in family and partnerships. It should not get complicated at all in a friendship. You may also, you might be the one who likes to be needed. And so you have that other toxic friend who falls into the victim mentality of like, oh, I need you to help me. I need you to listen to me. I need you to do this for me. Oh, what would I do without you? Oh, I'm lonely. I need, oh, this bad stuff has happened to me. Okay, and then you get sucked in because you want to be helpful. But you start to realize they never fix their problems. They just talk about the same problems over and over and over again. And they aren't seeking help from other people or resources. They just, their identity is playing the victim. So in 
any type of adult relationship, adult-adult relationship, you want to have two equal partners who can stand on the same level ground, stand beside each other. You don't want to have one person always doing the, you know, the domineering piece of the relationship and getting to like speak truth and give you insight or just helpful or criticism when they're really just telling you what to do with your life all the time. That's unhealthy dynamic. And they don't get to say it. They don't get to be mean just because they're close to you. They don't get to tell you you're too sensitive. Okay. You also have to watch out for the victim friendship, which is the other side of the coin. Oh, I just need you to do this for me. I need you to take care of me. Where you're also, you're, you're doing the work of the relationship in that piece and always looking, they're always looking for you to save them. Save them from a work deadline. Save them from childcare they should have arranged. Save them from some type of financial mess. Save them from some type of relational mess. Pay attention to the people in your life who you feel the safest around, who you feel the most peaceful around, who take you as you are, not try to turn you into the version of you that they need to fulfill their own needs. Because that's, that's the whole thing about toxic people is they need you to be some other version of you. They're not looking to accept you for yourself. And we want to surround ourselves with people who aren't playing power games, who aren't needing us to save them from their own lives, who are just showing up to enjoy life with us. And it is okay in a friendship to say, I don't let people talk to me that way anymore. I, I don't, I can't just drop whatever I'm doing for people anymore. That's a promise I made to myself. I'm going to do better by me now. I'm going to making some changes. I um, have really done some evaluation and I've got to make some changes in my life. I got to take care of myself in a different way and I still value who you are, but I also value who I am and there's some changes I'm going to be making soon. It's a way to put it back on you and say, this is what I need. I mean, it's okay to say, I need you to use a different tone of voice with me. I need you to call me for things other than cleaning up your mistakes when you need me. Maybe not say the word mistakes, <laughs> cleaning, you know, uh, jumping to help you when things aren't going well for you. I want you to just call and ask how I'm doing. Those are all completely fair and reasonable and wonderful things to say. And you're like, oh, but Sarah, I feel bad. What if they this, what if they that, they need me for this. Okay, what do you do for your friends? Do you ask them how they're doing? Do you power over them and tell them what they should be doing with their lives? Do you constantly, and many people in this group are in a season of um, where they may need some help, but is it a lifetime of needing help? Or are you just glad to be around them? Are you thankful for them? Are you thankful to have conversations with them? Are you excited about who they are and who they can be? There are good friends out there and it's okay to save your time, energy, and effort for the right people. Have a great day. Hello, wonderful. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast and that you found something that will either help you get past your past, get real about your present, or get serious about your future. And hopefully it's all 30. If you're not already in my Facebook group, finding love and success after a toxic relationship, consider this your invitation. There are tons of lives, tons of tips and tricks to help you bounce back better. Have a great day.